welcome to Parade of Dicks. I'm your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Did you try my hello? Yeah. <laughs> I was right. thinking I always do that like really high-pitched one, so maybe I should switch it up. Hello. 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 <laughs> We're just going low. I can do different voices, too. I can do different voices, too. I know, that's how you answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I opened the door, it's like it's open, and it oh, it's like I it did weird. sound very feminine. Yeah, there. it did. I was confused. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if we were doing like a role play thing. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Oh, see, what the first uh, thought in your head was not that I had a girl here. No. Oh, because I knew you fair. didn't. Because we had plans. Fair, fair. Um, so our Dictus qualifier today, I thought it's kind of a throwback. It's kind of something we talked about, but you know, now that I'm single, I'm on the dating apps again. No, it's not. It's womp, womp, womp. It's sad. Again, it's going to be sad until you get dicked down. long trombone sad. Yeah. Aren't you listeners excited to hear a story of Lucy being dicked down? Cause oh God, oh my God, I am. I'm excited too. <laughs> um, okay, well, so what's you, your decision? We all know that's a tough road. So the dictus qualifier is wants kids. I know we talked about having kids, but in you know scrolling on the dating apps or the death scroll, which it really is. Oh my god. Um, I'm like, you know, you only get a couple of deal breakers mm-hmm. on the new version of Bumble. I could not reactivate my old account, so I had to start over. Oh. And um, on Hinge, I don't know if you even get any, but Hinge is lame. Oh my god! Um, I totally okay. I know continue. you. I know you love Hinge, but I don't yeah. love Hinge. Continue. Um, Hinge is full of garbage, so obviously that's why you love it. So, yeah. So I was looking at it, trying to decide. Smoking, smoking's a definite no, mm-hmm. right? We've which we've talked about, and politics, which we've talked about as well. Yeah. But I don't like that they only give. I think the four options they give you is conservative, moderate. Liberal. Liberal. Is it three options? Mm-hmm. Four. But it doesn't say like Democrat or Republican. And I know a lot of Republicans are moderate or conservative. Yeah. And those would both fall under the, the Republican umbrella. But I don't think that really describes everyone in the post-Trump era. And even though I'm very liberal in lots of ways, I am I would describe myself more as a Democrat than as a liberal. Um, Got it. And so I'm wondering if some of the people that chose moderate are really just like somewhere in the middle and choosing moderate, not being political people, Mm -hmm. not realizing that it means they're probably assholes. And then with kids, it says, you know, want, wants kids, have kids and want more, have kids and don't want more Mm -hmm. or don't want kids. So I decided that that needs to be my other deal breaker because what's the point of getting into a relationship with someone? And I've had that happen before. And I always like... Within the first three dates, mm-hmm. I've put it out there. Yep. No kids. I've always known that since mm-hmm. I was a teenager mm-hmm. myself. Um, and guys have often thought that I was going to change my mind. And women, women that I meet, they're like, you'll change your mind. Doctors mm-hmm. that I wanted to tie my tubes, you'll change your mind. And then, you know, down the road, you end up breaking up because they want fucking kids. And they're yeah. like, I thought you would change your mind. Yeah. And I'm like, but I told you. Not going to lie. That's also something that I thought... Uh, not necessarily with you directly, but with but my younger friends that's like, I don't want to have kids. And it's like, wait till you hit 30, 31, 32. Uh, I've heard plenty of stories of that switch turning. Like, you know, people who were... I've not- had moments when I was really in love mm-hmm. with someone. I was like, oh, I want to have his baby. Yeah. But those were moments. Yeah. They lasted less than nine months. <laughs> and it went away. <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, it again, it, a child is forever. We have both your dick disqualifier and your app of choice are totally the opposite against, which is good because we have essentially the same dick disqualifier, just like the other side of the coin. Because for me, it's not necessarily that I want somebody that wants to have kids immediately because I will also reserve the right of probably changing my mind or maybe changing my mind in the future. But my dick disqualifier to counter your dick disqualifier are people who are not even open to the idea. Sure. Right? So again, that's why I think this partnership is great because you will never be near my junk. Yes, uh, we established mutually, that long mutually. <laughs> But so what's it? So you're like, have we talked about your age on the show? I don't want to blow up your spot. Have I? Wait, you know what? I need Can to we? I think you have. I think, oh yeah, 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 I have. I'm 37. Okay, so, 37. so Janelle's 37. Mm -hmm. So you... I think that's okay if uh -huh. you still want kids or even if you're still undecided. But I have now upped my age because I am looking for a successful man that has his shit together, is a whole person, but doesn't have ex-wives and children, which is a tall order. It's hard. It's and I've hard. gone up to the age of 49 now, which seems Whoa. really old. Whoa. Really old. Even and I have a limit. I know. 49. Mm -hmm. I've never dated someone that old. But what the fuck is with... And this is why I wanted this to be the dick disqualifier, not because anyone debates, you know, wanting kids should be. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is with a 49-year-old still wanting kids? You never got married. You don't own a house. Sure. You haven't set out, like, you're trying to lay the groundwork for this mm -hmm. in your life. But these are, like, 49-year-olds that work at fucking Starbucks and they want a kid. Like, are you kidding? Wait, there's 49 years old working I'm, at Starbucks. I'm, okay, I'm exaggerating no, but, a little bit. But like you don't have your life together. You clearly look like a degenerate in your photos. And you're still like, I want to have a kid someday. Like what day is that? And what age of women are you dating? Because women ideally, okay, and I don't want to get hate mail mm -hmm. for this. There are women these days that can naturally have children in to about 40. Yeah. And with in vitro, a little bit past oh, that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's not possible. But ideally, you would have them before 32 years old because things start to shift in a woman's body yeah. at that age. Mm -hmm. So, like, who are you going out with at 49 years old that someday you want to have kids? I'm like, are you fucking deluded? Yeah. Have you not put any thought into your life? Like, your life is half over. Half. <laughs> And you're just starting to think about Most it. Likely, you, you might maybe someday want kids. A like, little really? over than half over because, like, what's Sure. The, the, Most people age, don't live to be 100, especially yeah. men. 80 is usually, like, kind of pushing it. Well, more to my point. Yeah. Like, your life is more than half 100%. over and you're still contemplating children. So there's a couple you're of things. You're still not sure who you are, what you want, or how you're going to support the kid and the baby mama. A couple of things. Not all 49 years old, 49 year old are does not have their shit together. So maybe some people are late bloomers. I know. I'm just talking about what I see on yeah. the apps. So, uh, If they had their shit together, they would be married with a kid already. Not necessarily. I think... Oh, you're... you're You're, you're correct, right? At 49, if you knew you wanted a kid, you probably already had that shit. But most likely they put it on the apps because in it's not the kid that they're that is their priority. Their priority is probably dating somebody half their age. Gross. Right? Because hey, to throw that ball back, to throw that ball back, every time I see uh even marginally successful middle-aged man, or most of the time that I see them out and about. Their arm candy is always like 20, 25-year-olds who are just riding sugar daddies um, 
you know, pockets uh, so that they could live their life. So right. the, the the world works both ways. Like there are, because that happens. Because I mean, I've tried to be that sugar baby. So I'm not saying I too, I'm not gross, <laughs> but they know what they're doing. The <laughs> The guy, you know, going after that just is like pedophile culture to me. No, I mean, I, I, the woman's just planning for her future. You're, you're, <laughs> again, you're correct in saying that if I'm you an are, asshole. like, you know, like you're, if you're pushing 40, 45, if you're closer to 50 than 40 and you are still looking to have kids, um, it, uh, the, the illusion there is that you're looking for somebody 10, 15, 20 years younger than you. Men's spunk also goes bad. So I, most men don't think that. Right. It, and the sad thing about it, and the reason why I am pushing for a kid sooner than later is because I, I want to be able to enjoy my kid. Right. You don't want to be look like granddad. You want to look like the father. I want to be able to go to their games, coach them, maybe play sports with them, train with them possibly. But, you know, even at 37, I grunt every time I put socks on. So that's why I am I need to, like, I too, I mean, everybody needs to You're get... You're like that commercial. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, everybody can be a little bit better. But again, the effort that needs to be better or, quote unquote, get your shit together, the older you are, gets harder. Of right? course. So... I mean, people in their 50s, 55, are getting laid off and not able to get a new job. You know, if you don't have a savings to make a down payment on a house by 50, Mm -hmm. that shit's probably not going to happen because you're closer to retirement than your earning years, you know? Yeah. Um, And don't know the technology as well as the kids these days and so on. Although I need to raise the idea, the the fact also that it is your, your, it's getting harder for you to find guys of a certain age that do not want kids. Yes. And I'm the opposite. Like, I'm also finding, like, again, because we are in New York, every person that is passably, like, a candidate to be a wifey or a hopeful girlfriend has has never been, I haven't found somebody that's like, yeah, I want to, yeah, like a definite yes. It's always like. To kids? Yeah. That's not true. The girl you just broke up with wanted kids. She That's was true. mad you were talking true. more about anime than cribs. True. That one was like a little too fast, but that's one out of the five, six people that I've seen in the past, you know, calendar year. And sure. then the, the idea of it, it's like. But like, I know women that like that. Like they might not tell you that, mm-hmm. but they probably are telling their girlfriends. That's true. Just our friend Kendra. She's yeah. like, you know, looking for baby daddy. Mm. So. Has she always wanted? Because like I've always pegged her as a girl that is a. Um, Perpetually single. A woman. A woman. Um, she's always wanted that, but she does chase them away, as she's told us. Well, that's the idea, too. Like, it's like maybe on, on my end is that it's not a first, second, or third date conversation, kids. For like most women think that if you talk about kids... It's good to drop yeah. the hint, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so... Do do we cover that well for you? Yep, yeah, we've we've covered both sides of of dick disqualifier kids. Okay, good. So now I want to move on. Main topic. Um, so since I have been on the dating apps, I've been scrolling like a maniac. Mm-hmm. I played your game, and I'm going to play the algorithms, and I'm going to swipe as much as I can, and I've been putting time into it because I've got no time to waste. <laughs> hey, it's hard work, right? I'm not at all ready. 
I'm totally still devastated over my relationship. Mm -hmm. So like I cry myself to sleep at night and sometimes in the morning, Mm -hmm. but somewhere in the middle of the day when I'm like doing okay and have my shit together, I swipe a little bit. It's a little bit sunnier. Then I cry again because of the terrible options. It's okay. Ouch. It's that's life. I'm not going to pretend on Mm. our podcast that like I'm fine. I am fucking not okay, (laughs) but I'm going to get back on that dick and I'm going to keep going. Mm -hmm. So I got asked out on a date. Ooh. And I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do because my ex is still living with me, hasn't found a place yet. I don't want to be deceptive or dishonest with him. And I'm obviously not ready. But dating is sort of a skill as we discuss, right? You need to work on the rapport. You got to, and the, like the questions, the and rhythm, your energy, the rhythm, the whole thing. So like, I might as well get started because there's time. And also like he looked kind of cute. And yep. if I say no, what's, you know, I don't want to say, oh, I'm not ready yet. Because then it's like, why the fuck are you on the dating apps wait, wasting people's and time? Te- again, technically, nobody's ever going to be ready. And also very, very technically, although you are still living with your ex, you are single. Right. There, We're not breaking any bylaws here. So this is. And more his choice than mine. Yep. Yep. So I, I think I might have mentioned in a previous episode that when he asks me things now, my response is nunya. Not as mm-hmm. an asshole, but like, you know, it's yeah. none of your business. So I accepted the date mm-hmm. after a discussion Ooh. with my so Let's just therapist. pause there. Let's pause there. You are, uh, you've been on the apps for all about maybe, I'm going to be very generous, a week. No, no. Okay. So we broke up four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been on the apps since September no, when he was going to first move out. But you the weren't. One app. You weren't really. You weren't really serious about the apps before. You were just curious. Okay, now I you're- was just curious, and I didn't match with anyone until January. I think I matched and talked a little bit while he while he was away because I wanted to like see how I felt about it. I felt like him being away for a long time, knowing that we very likely would break up when he got back. I wanted to see how I felt about it and to work up my own feelings about it. I even debated going on a date while he was away to see if I could sort myself out. Because sometimes you think the grass is greener on the other side and you go one time and then you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you appreciate your person yeah, more. I don't advocate for that. That's yeah. not a nice it's way not to ex- be. It's not, ex- it's not an excuse, but you know, people who cheat and go back, this is kind of like their stories like, you know, yeah. yeah. And also at one point he had said, you know, maybe we should see other people for me because I need sex and he didn't. So <laughs> so that he had made that suggestion and it was sort of one of those things where like he kind of gave me a, the okay, but he didn't want to know about it because he would have been devastated and he would have hated it, but he would have accepted it because he know that I needed it. It's, you know, yeah. relationships are yeah. complicated. Anyway, so I did talk to some people then, but I didn't go out with anybody. Mm-hmm. I was starting to spend more time swiping because I was seeing what was out there mm-hmm. because I, you know, to see what was happening and to figure out how I felt about everything. So I've actually been swiping for a little bit longer, but really for you know, one month. For real, a month and... And Bumble, just, Bumble less than a week. Okay, yeah, and wait, so this is Hinge. This was on Hinge. Yeah, I so I got Hinge. asked out. My therapist said, what's the harm in going? I said, well, I don't want to be dishonest. I don't want to hurt my ex's feelings. I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie to the new person. Like, potentially, I meet someone that I actually, like, think is fun. I don't want to, you know, what if they ask about my situation? 
What if they asked to come over? So I was like, oh, well, I probably wouldn't do that anyway on a first date. That, that would be really rare for me to be like, yeah, let's mm. hook up. <laughs> I don't care how hard up I am. Like, I kind of want to get to know Just someone. Just say, first. I mean. I know people think I'm like really slutty, but I'm not. And I'm the opposite too. People think I'm really desperate, but I'm not too. I don't do it on the first date. Only these days. You used to be more desperate. Oh, I, when we started this, you were definitely much hundred percent, yeah, like hundred percent. And now, you credit that to me, by the way. I don't think yeah. our listeners know that, but he credits that to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess my it, coaching. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> the years of, of bombardment of advice did kind of not necessarily unsolicited advice. The, the things, well, it's not the things that you thought was going to be that uh, that was that was positive. Like, sure, it wasn't your advice. It was more of like the. You telling me that I'm dope. Chastising. Oh. Yeah. Really? Or at least like, you know, just be more assertive, which mm-hmm. I was never was. Not telling you to get grown up furniture and stuff? I that too. Okay. So anyway, so I accepted the date. Mm-hmm. And um, so we went out to this place called Cowgirl, Wait. which is in the West Village. Okay. And what? Because you were surprised that I had this to tell you? Yeah. No, no. I'm saying like Cowgirl. Come on. What? I don't know what cowgirl is. People but know it. I don't know. That was I the name of the bar. I don't know. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. it. The same way I don't like, you know, I don't cyberstalk people. I just meet them mm-hmm. and like deal with what's in front of me. So I didn't even really know who I was going to meet. I was rushing around all day. I went to the gym beforehand. I was like, I should probably shower because I put in zero effort on a first date because yep. it's just the psycho screening. Mm-hmm. But I decided to shower. I threw on like a, you know, go-to regular outfit, like jeans, really basic. Um, However, I will say those jeans were really hard to get over my ass, which was not the best way to go into a first date (laughs) in four years. Thanks, 2020. Jeans? Okay. That's the barometer I gained, yeah, I gained a lot of weight during the pandemic, like everybody else. Um, But I got those suckers on (laughs) and I hopped on the train. You were not going to get those off in... uh, uh, he was not going to get those off. No, he wasn't yeah. anyway. So originally he wanted to go at like seven, but I was like, oh, then I definitely, then it's trickier because I don't want to tell the ex and blah, blah, blah. And I was off that day. So I was like, you know, the earlier, the better for me, not knowing where he was coming mm-hmm. from or what his schedule was or whatever. So we said five. And at 435, I was like just getting home to shower. I was like, fuck, I'm not going to make it back into the city by five. So I sent him a little message and I said, I know I said we could do five, but I'm running a little behind today. Can we make it 515? That's not too bad. He didn't respond. So I got in the shower. I got ready really fast, flew out the door, and re- and it was like five when I was walking out of the door. And <laughs> I said, so I see you haven't responded, so you're probably there wondering where the fuck I am. I'm not standing you up, but I am running a bit late. And he said, no problem, and laughed because I was insistent that we meet really early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm late. So then I realized after Canal Street that I was, in fact, not on the D train that I waited for, but I had got on the N train, went to Union Square, which is, you know, one stop past Canal on an express train, mm-hmm. then had to take <laughs> the L train, then walk a block to get on the one to go back down to Christopher and then walk over. And when I walked over, the West Village gets a little confusing. It's not a grid. So because I took the wrong street that was like a bendy street and then turned left, I actually was walking away from the bar. So I was a full 30 minutes late. That's not too bad. Okay, I was going to say like, you know, I've, I've, I've waited worse. So it's, it's not bad. And I, I sent another message in the middle, but like, I didn't have his phone number. We're just communicating on the app. You know, he was really chill about it, which I appreciate. Um, I was thinking of our friend Kendra, because if, if her dates are like five minutes late, she leaves. 
Well, you, you, for for the for the woman, it's improper to wait. For the guy, it's more of like, hey, you know, you you guys it put a face a on. Move. You 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 have more hair to manage. Guys usually just like slap stuff on and just like hop about. It's it's fine. So I you know personally, I think. 30 minutes is an acceptable time, not ideal. 15 minutes is like regular. 15 minutes I'm fine with. Like I will wait 10 to 15 minutes for a friend, Mm -hmm. a date, whatever. It doesn't bother me because Mm -hmm. New York, you can't control traffic Mm -hmm. and trains and stuff. You'll be either 30 minutes early or 15 minutes late. But 30 minutes is a dick move. Mm -hmm. So I was an asshole. So he's sitting outside. I, I looked at the app once. I was on the train to see who, you know, hopefully I would be able to like pick him out once I got there. Mm He's sitting outside and I walk up, you know, and I see him. So I waved. He didn't stand up to greet me, which is okay, but not ideal. Mm -hmm. And um, I apologize. He was like, it's not a big deal. Um, But once I got on the train and I looked at his picture, I realized he was actually like kind of hot. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe I should have put in some effort. But I didn't. But I was definitely nervous because, you know, four years is a long time and like all these things that I might have to navigate. and then, uh, and then the waitress comes to take our drink order, and there's no cocktail menu because you're outside now because of the pandemic. So you can't see like the beers on tap mm-hmm. or like cider. There's no wine, and the the cocktail menu isn't a QR code, which is what oh, most of the places saying. here are doing. No, there was no QR code. There was like five things, but that included like food things, and like a hot toddy and a hot chocolate. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. I wanted a cocktail. Don't you have any cocktails? And she's like, yeah, some, which is not at all helpful, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, doing a great job as a server. I like to some. order fun cocktails. There was a margarita. I could have had that. I should have had that. But that seemed like kind of a weird thing. He was drinking vodka soda. So I panicked and I ordered a rum and Coke like a douche. Yeah, that's not... If, if, no, that's if, not a grown-up drink. Yeah, and also if you're a person who is, you know, the idea of like the first date is you judge everything that they say and do. Yeah, that was a bad move. Rum and Coke. Not even a Diet Coke. I just, just like panicked. Rum and Coke. Okay. I, I wanted... You know what I really wanted? I wanted a Tom Collins, but I was like, that also sounds like a douche drink. I don't even know what a Tom Collins is. It's gin with like lemon juice and sugar and or it's simple syrup and club soda okay that sounds tasty I'm yeah but that. like sometimes they put a cherry in it and then i just feel like asshole so anyway i panicked and got a fucking rum and coke like an asshole i, I hope we're going to the point where you um review the actual date so how was it you mean yes. is that you leading me into what you actually <laughs> want to hear okay so he talked a lot oh, okay good, like a lot good thing bad thing he didn't ask about me very much. He's, okay. He said, like, mm-hmm. what do you do for fun? And that was fine. And we had some of that in common. We both like to salsa dance. So that was like, oh, that was nice. Cute. Yeah. And, um, you know, I definitely asked him questions, but I didn't even have to. He just, like, kind of talked. Offered. Okay. Wait, um, we have not talked not about the, uh, the physical attributes and ethnicity yet. I think he was white. Okay. Um. He looked attractive, but he kept his sunglasses on. Because you were outside. We were outside, okay. but it wasn't sunny where we were. And Okay, kind of a douchey thing. Yeah. But so 
he kept his sunglasses on. And by the way, I had to take my mask off. He already had his mask off. And this is like a reveal now. And I know I'm a stripper, but it feels like very revealing now to take your mask <laughs> off in front of a first date. Like what's under there? What's going to happen? You know what I mean? got to make sure like everything's right. I'm always concerned. I'm like sweating under my mask oh. or like lipstick smeared, which has happened lipstick, to me yeah. so many times. <laughs> or like I've eaten and thrown it back on and there's like lettuce. Like you just never know. Yep. I mean, I did brush my teeth, but like you just never know. It's just so, scary. Maybe a white dude that is attractive enough with sunglasses with on. With sunglasses, <laughs> we don't know. And on a little the app, scruff. yeah, on the app, what? Cute. I mean, like you said, it was like yeah. Cr- he looked. He had a little bit of like a sh- very short beard situation Stubbly. on the app. Okay. But I, I'm trying to be open. If it's short, if it's long, it's a definite yeah. no because yeah. that's like a lifestyle thing. So. He was talking and he was talking and he was talking and he was talking. And, you know, conversation is usually two people going back and forth. How about you? And I have a bad habit of interrupting people. Oh, I have not noticed. Fuck you. (laughs) But when you're like with your friends, you sort of interrupt each other, Mm -hmm. but you... You kind of like it's a... It's like a little game sort of back and forth, right? It's a dance. And he liked to dance. But when I accidentally interrupted him, he kept talking like I hadn't said anything. And I thought that was weird. Huh. How, Do you think wait, that's how weird? Did, no, how does that go? Like, like he just literally talked over what I said uninterrupted. Oh, so whenever he's talking and you say something, he doesn't even take a breath. Yeah. There was no pause. There was no going back. Because I can listen and speak mm-hmm. at the same time with really good friends, you know? Yeah. There was none of that. It was weird. I mean, to his defense, I ramble a little bit when I am on initial dates, but I preface and podcasts it, and podcasts and pretty much everything in my life. But I always preface it as like either, hey, I'm sorry, I ramble when I'm nervous and or, okay, now I'm done. You. I'm always kind of like, because I know I'm going to have a long sentence. So he had a good, like, sort of pickup on the app. He was like, what's going on behind those eyes or something like that. Wait, that's a good pickup? Well, I don't, it's not verbatim, but it was something like, like asking what I'm thinking and what I'm about, right? But then in person, there was nothing. Got it. Got and it. then and then when I said, you know, like I like to cook or whatever, he's like, so if you were trying to impress me, what would you cook me? And I'm like, that's a weird question because I don't know what you like and why would I be trying to impress you? Well, I mean, it's like, oh, that's a, I've heard that plenty of times. I've been asked eh. that before. It's like, if, if you were going to cook me something, what would you cook me? It's like, See, that's different. Yeah. If you were going to cook... What would you, it's just if you were, yeah, there was just something different about it. Okay. So there was that. Then he was also a libertarian. What is a libertarian? A Trump supporter. Wait, wait, I thought. Okay. So a a libert, it's not an option on the app and it's, so a real libertarian like believes in less government oversight and more like people sort of make decisions for themselves. Got it. Like more don't tread on me kind of stuff. Right. But in the last few years, it's basically been a Trump supporter. So once he said that, I kind of sat back. I sort of stopped flirting. And I was like, I was like, On okay. No, I made an audible like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there was that. And then he's like, but I'm not political, you know. Um, like, I don't, I'm not into all the things. And he talked for like five minutes about how he's not political. 
And I kind of, in my head, I'm like, I think you're political in not being political because if you're okay with kids being in cages and not standing up for that, like that's sort of a stance Uh you're taking, you know? So that was not great. And he knew that I did not love that. But that was like sort of early on. Obviously, I wasn't just going to leave. Then at one point, um, because we are outside in the cafe, two dogs started humping. Nice. And he says, I paid them to do that, to try to get you in the mood. Oh, that's, okay, that's just, even I know that's bad. <laughs> I will, I mean, sometimes you shoot your shot and you fail. This is just And automatic. I was like, did you? Because that's not how to do it. Yeah. Even, <laughs> I said that too. <laughs> even as a joke, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, it was awkward. I and have, it happened actually twice. So we like, kept, and it was right next to me. So we like kind of had to deal with it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. All right, so that's uh, I'm already so, going to jump into the conclusion that there's not going to be a second date there. So then he takes his sunglasses off at one point, and that's when it hits me that he's 49. <laughs> I I mean, it was on the app. Okay, I should have known that. But you said like, what is he physically? Yeah. And it's like I thought he was attractive, but then he took his sunglasses off, and the eyes really gave it away. It is not. Or he's not as attractive as you thought. Not as attractive. You know, probably was a few years ago. He said he'd only been on a few dates with people from the app. I don't know if that's true. He also had lived other places. So I was like, what was it like dating there? And he was like, are you sure you want to know? And I said, yeah. I was like, you know, decide what you're going to say depending on how interested you are Mm -hmm. in me. But if you're not interested, like, whatever. Um, So I couldn't really read his interest because, again, he wasn't asking much about me. So not that I want to sit there and talk about myself the whole time. But he wasn't that interesting for me to just listen either. In general, dudes are not great listeners. But in general, if you're very interested with a person, you'd want them to You'd want to know stuff. But not even that. I mean, like, let's say, of course, you want to know who you are. He said he wanted someone who would go back and forth with him. And yet he did not give me a chance to. And, you know, and I'm psychology of these people. It's like, I want somebody to go back. You just want somebody that will will fight you for that slot but that's not a good dance if you're are you if you're you're moving each other you're fighting for each yeah. other's step you know the idea is give and take but i also kind of you know you know in general again if you like somebody even if you're a bad listener which most dudes are the idea of letting the other person Share more of themselves, give more of their secrets, give you more data, gives you more play on what you could maneuver on. Because if they're not talking, how would you know if they're interested in you if they're giving you one-word answers? 100%. So, okay, so that happened. And then I kind of went into... When we were talking about like how many dates we've been on, I did say that I was newly single and that I hadn't been on a date in a very long time. That's all I said. And he was kind of like, how new? And I said, pretty new. <laughs> like six seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> pretty new. Um, so he asked me for my phone number. I gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Then um, he got the check. He paid it. There was no awkwardness there, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, he had had two drinks, to my knowledge. I had my one <laughs> rum and coke. And somewhere in there, I said that, you know, first day, it's like you keep it really... Light, Light, because it's the first time. So I said, so I allocated an hour for you because I'm going to go see my friend for dinner after. And, you know, like if we want to, then we can get together again and have a proper date. And he said, yes, me too. Same thing. And he had dinner plans, whatever. 
And I said, so on that note, your hour's just about, he's like, my time's up, isn't it? Because I checked my phone. I said, yeah, sorry, my friend's like waiting for me. Um, was there an actual friend though? Yeah. Okay. So like I was just saying like, you know, it, it's fine if you have like an out, if you're like a... No, there was an actual okay. friend at an actual time at an actual place. And um, I was also late to that. And I told her I was just wrapping it up. But so... Um, so then I put my mask on to get up to leave like you're supposed to do. And he stood up and he was a little guy. Oh, wait, his head should be on hinge. Yeah, but men lie. Even my oh. ex that, that I just broke up with, like, finally admitted he lied. I mean, every man, like, adds a couple of inches. Really? Yeah. I have, I add half. Can I add one more? No, don't. I know. That's the thing. thing is, like, I'm five, six and a half. And I would go out with someone who's five, 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 five and a half, but not five, four, not five, three. I'm five, five and a half. Are you? You feel so little next to me. Well, that's psychology playing, which I'm letting you think that I'm smaller than <laughs> I, you know. So you know what? He could have been five, five then because yeah. he just felt like little. A tiny guy. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... You, uh, and he yeah. was he was petite. He wasn't just shorter. He was also smaller. Slimmer. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't love. I have dated very thin men before, but um, you know, it sometimes. Eh. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give you half a clap because you you. I mean, all right. You wait. Did, so no, let's I say. I mean, but let's, I, let's say he's five five. Uh-huh. What was he listed at? I don't know. Let me look. So, but so he stood up and he gave me like, I wasn't expecting it. He gave me like a half hug and a kiss on my masked cheek, which was super awkward because I had kind of turned and mm-hmm. wasn't anticipating it. And so I was like, oh, sorry. Um, you know, because I had the mask on. Oh, he unmatched me. <laughs> so I can't check anymore. Oh, but it, here's what was weird is he took my phone number and then he didn't text me after. No, that's it's a polite move. It's like most guys, I have done that. Oh, why? Um, well, because, I mean, you want to, when you're parting ways, you want to make sure that you part in a kind of a good way. Uh, also, in my head, I'm this is my lizard brain talking. For the, for the few people that I went on a first date with, with totally no intention of texting him back or getting a second date or whatnot, um, I would like the idea, I would like the option of, of, well, I will ask their number. I'll text them, make sure that they're home. And then if I don't text again or if they don't text me again, it my head, I'm imagining them thinking that they were the ones that did not text me back. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had anyone do that before. Whoa. And I don't think I've ever been unmatched, so I'm offended now. Whoa. <laughs> You're lo- hearing it in real time. I would love for the episode of this, uh, the title of this episode to be Lucy was unmatched on Hinge. <laughs> That's yeah. a long title. It's, it is. It's going to be clipped. In Maybe just unmatched. Unmatched. But um, yeah, I just thought that was really weird. Like, why take my number if you're not going to text me? And I was very much like, nice to meet you. Like, I was not interested and I didn't care, but I cared that he took my number and then didn't text me. I yeah. thought that was weird. That's kind of a mind fuck. Like I, I mean, if any half brain person would get a sense where they are at in the conversation, right? Like you know, like if I'm going on a date and you feel when they're not interested, and then you feel when you, they start 
putting down their walls. Because yeah. like my the dis- moment he said he was a libertarian, I'm like, uh. boom, yeah. And I'm for me opposite. When I go out on first dates, typically it's 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 a long warm up because again, I'm not the cutest guy in the world. I am not the most. So you're used to what that feeling oh. is like. But I'm again, I'm always <laughs> climbing mountain. I'm a break down that wall. Once I crack one or two jokes and we talk about actual things in life. Like me not having a roommate, a 401k, wanting to buy a house. Sure. Then I was like, ah, oh, all right, all right. And then they become themselves. So it, right. takes a, it takes a while. But it is a mindfuck that... I think them not being interested in you, though, means that they are more themselves. Because when I don't... When I automatically decide I'm not interested in someone, like I just have fun with it mm-hmm. and am 100% uh, myself. I'm... I'm, I, I always thought, and again, every person is different, so I don't expect anything at <laughs> anymore. Now it's like, it's on what I can bring to the table. I want to make sure that, you know, if I'm going to go out on a date, I haven't jacked off. I brushed my hair. I showered. I want to be like 100% wear good underwear because it makes me feel good, wear good shoes. Because mm-hmm. I can only control me. And yeah, I always thought that most people, regardless of their interest with somebody, would want to leave a good impression. So they try to put their best foot forward. But I have also eh. been on dates that are just like... You've known me for long enough to know that's not true. I mean, at least you... I mean, you made an effort to get there, right? You know, that's yeah. that's a lot of effort. But I've been on dates like, why did you, why, why did you even fucking come out if you're just going to be this... Like bump on a log? Yeah, it's like... Why? <laughs> well, I know that he was a little bit so. Even though he was cool about me being late, I know when I said that I only work part time, he's like, "Oh, like you made it sound like this was the only time you were available, and I made an effort to get here." And it's like he said that, and I didn't respond to what he was mm-hmm. really saying. But even though I only work part time at my job, I am actually super busy because I'm still making stuff for new gigs. I have some gigs now. We do this. I still work freelance. Schedule is a schedule. Like, it doesn't matter if you're working 40 hours or 120 I just hours. That, I was kind of like, yeah, well, I am busy and you are lucky to get my time. It seems so. that most of his attempts at jokes or jabs at jokes are very, very odd. Big fails. So then what happened was the next day or two days later, I had ladies night. Um, which I do with a bunch of uh, other nightlife people. And we went out to dinner and um, <laughs> and one of them was insistent that we sit outside when the rest of us had planned to sit inside and didn't really want to. But I wasn't 100% sure on that. So I was like, let's just see what the reservation's for because she was like, we're not, like, I don't feel comfortable eating inside, mm-hmm. which is fine. But she was sort of like the add-on to the group that normally goes out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're the add-on. You're not the core member of this group. Yeah, I don't mean to be clicky about it, but but it was like we all always go out and we've been going out in restaurants for Mm -hmm. a while now and we invited you. You accepted the invitation. So like wherever our reservations for is where we're going to eat. And we were supposed to eat inside, um, but she was insistent. And so we all just went along with it because the restaurant was able to accommodate it. But it was cold that night and we didn't really want to, right? And so... They take us out into the little heated shack or whatever. And I said to the person at the restaurant, I was like, it's cold. I don't want to sit outside. Like, just like sort of under Mm -hmm. my breath to them. 
And then after we sat down, I realized we were right next to this bakery that I had just recently visited and had these amazing things. And I was like, let me out. I'm going to go there and get something before they close because like we're about to have dinner. So I went and I stood in the little line to get my baked goods and he came up and he was like, let me get this for you because you had to sit out. Like, I feel bad for you. You had to sit outside. when you did. So he starts chatting me up, chatting me up. And I had seen him eyeing me earlier. What? Somebody picked you up. Somebody picked me up. Look at you. I, that's why we had to record. I had stories Look for you, at you that I couldn't tell you when I saw you. So he picked me up and he's like, let me get that for you. So he's and we're talking the whole time because we were waiting. There was someone in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he's the owner of the restaurant we were at. Ah. And I had been there before. So I had things to say about it. And then I was getting a gluten-free treat because I'm mm. gluten-free. And then he's like, actually make it two. And then he gets himself a coffee. We're talking about coffee, whatever. And he's like, so when I take, he was asking where I live. And he's like, so when I take you out, is it going to be in your neighborhood or, or where, you know? Look, see, if, the, if, that, if an uncute guy said that to anybody else, that's creepy. But I'm assuming he's cute and he's charming. And you were well, he had eyeing. a mask on. Well, you, you said you were eyeing each other. I saw, no, I caught him eyeing me earlier. Okay. So there was music on outside and I was kind of like, like baby, like just barely dancing to it mm-hmm. a little bit when I was talking to the girls waiting for the others to arrive. And I think he caught me doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was dressed because when I go out with the girls, you know, you kind of get dressed up for each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I looked more cool than I really am. <laughs> I had like my leather jacket on and like some tight jeans and boots, whatever, you know what I mean? So okay. just like a little more cool than I normally am. But um, so I caught him, but I didn't, I thought it was because I was dancing like yeah. an asshole to, <laughs> to, to reggae. <laughs> but um, no, then he picked me up. And so I gave him my number. He texts me that night. Yeah. If somebody's interested, it'll text you. And yeah. And then he asked me out. So yeah, look at you. I am both proud and very jealous, and I need more notes on how he picked you up because picking up is one of those things that I've never done. I still need yeah. to do it. I saw somebody. I haven't been picked up many times, to be honest. I don't usually talk to strangers. Like how, if he hadn't worked there, I don't think I would have. Yeah, but I, and he's not at all my type. So wait, uh, let me set. I guess. And then all my girlfriends are there watching this whole thing, and I was like, "So I made a friend." And they're like, "We saw." <laughs> but here's the thing: these are so restaurant tours or bar owners or bartenders. How do we know he's the owner, though? Exactly. How I was going to ask <laughs> he could you. Just work there. Well, I mean, either way, that's what I'm saying. You know, either a sir, uh, like a, a manager or whatnot. People who whose job is to engage. They've done this plenty. That's their domain sure. too, and they get they pick up. All, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's the charm. Because I was gonna say, I, I wanted more details on the person. Like, how did like you said you were eyeing you? You were being eyed. So I was standing at a bench. Like he works the front door because right now, especially even though you have hosts, like some some restaurants, there's hosts that are outside. Yeah. Some you have to go inside. Yeah. So he's like the outside person, and then there's like an inside and person. The, the, and the bakery place was a different place, or that the right same ne- place? No, right, right next, next door. door. Okay. And there was a bench. So the bakery's like to the left, and there was a bench Got to it. the right. Got and it. two okay. of the girls were sitting on the bench when I walked up. So I just went and greeted them, waiting for the other two. And then... 
I saw, but I saw him like looking, but I'm kind of used to people looking at me. So I'm like, oh, whatever. You know? So he just like walked up right as here. you were paying and said, let me get that for you. No. So when I hopped out of the heated tent, like right after we got sat out there, mm-hmm. I hopped out and went in the bakery line. So his job is to stand outside. So obviously he could see me do that mm-hmm. right next door. Uh huh. And so, yeah, he just was very forward, which I kind of like. I don't like too forward, like want to fuck, but you know. No, I mean like the idea of like, hey, I want to get to know you. Yeah. See, that's the that's the bridge that I still have. That's not where fixed that's where you have to be um, self assured. Yeah. In order to do so, that, and I'm nowhere near. I that. can walk up to strangers and strike up a conversation. Like, do you know when you play those like bachelorette party games, bachelor party games? I don't know if guys guys don't do that. They just go strippers, but women do that. They have these cards and they're like dares and whatever. Human bingo kind of shit. I always okay. like killed at that shit because I have no oh, shame. I can no. talk to anybody. I'm very shameful. especially if I'm in that mode. You know what I mean? Like I'm actually kind of shy, but if I'm like I'm going to perform for my friends mm-hmm. so that they have a good time, then. Yeah. I'll do whatever. No, this is, well, again, the logistics make sense now. Like it's right, you know, it's his domain. It's just a few steps from his job and he can really monitor which ones are going and which ones are not. Sure. I I was under the impression that you had to walk across the street and then, you know, get in line. And then it was somebody in line telling, like, let me get that for you. So, okay. Because, like, this is funny. Because, like, uh, uh, maybe a week ago, there was this rare, rare cute girl sighting at my deli or in general in my neighborhood because my neighborhood is very middle-aged, one-and-a-half kids kind of place. Uh-huh. I've never seen somebody that is my age or younger that is cute walking about. Okay. And then I went to my normal deli sandwich lunch and somebody was also at said deli. Very, very cute. And? And nothing. Because again, had I heard the story, you would have bought her a sandwich. I would have bought like, her two sandwiches. <laughs> I was gonna say, and I was gonna say, can I get that for you and your friend? Because she was with a friend. It's like, and then now I'm thinking, if I, if if I see them again, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that and say I just haven't seen any cute girls, and I'll pretend that I just moved into the area, something like I do whatever it takes to make it not weird. Okay. <laughs> But okay, so okay, I'm gonna make that then as, as an assignment. So and I don't know if he's like I don't, I don't know how old he is. Well, again, you'll find out. You were at will tra- I? How do I find out if he actually owns that restaurant and isn't just like tell me a what you do, man? What? Tell me what? Tell me. So tell me what you do in the restaurant. What do you mean? Like, are you are you just the front house? Are you manager? Are you a server? Well, he are said you? he was the owner, but how, how do I oh, fact check that? Is what I'm saying. That's that's part of the Tricky, risk, right? That's I mean, mm-hmm. you. That's any. Thing, I don't trust fucking anybody. Exa- now. Well, that's the thing. Is like anything <laughs> I've been any, lied to for four years. Anything that anybody says won't be. I know, right? So you you should. It, it's at this point just ride the lightning, but you did not see him without a mask. Okay, so. Um, he came into the tent at some point when my mask was off, which I was like, he's trying to see what my face looks like. How dare he? Um, And of course, I was shoveling food into my mouth sloppily. So that's probably, he has a fetish. No. And then I had to go into the restaurant to use the restroom. And, but he was working. So I kind of just like ignored him. Not in a rude way, but just like he's working. He's working. I mean, you're not he supposed already, to flip. He already made the pass. He's like, I'll get your number later. So I just let it go. I went to the bathroom, came back out. He's like, I'll come see you in a minute. He offered shots. I said, no, we're good. Thank you. Um, 
and then uh, he did come out and got my number at the end. And I said, my friend was mad. I I didn't take the shots. He's like, you want a drink to go? You want? I said, no, I don't want a fucking drink to go. He's like, why? Where are you going now? I said, home. (laughs) (laughs) It's nine o'clock. I'm going home. I'm very happy about it. Um, And then, so he sent me a text, like I said, that night. And then maybe two days later and asked for Wednesday. But um, the day, the day this is airing? No. Next one. Whatever. Yeah. But um, I, and then I explained, I couldn't just say like, yes, because my work schedule, sometimes mm-hmm. I get stuck at work late. So I said, yes, but just so you know, like it's got to be kind of loose because sometimes I get stuck at work late last minute. And he was like, well, we'll play it by ear. That, or he said, is there a different day? And I said, Wednesday is actually good or Thursday. He's like, we'll play it by ear. So it's not a firm date now because of that. Well, it, again, I think it's, it's as close to as a date as you can. Both both schedules are flexible. Sure. But wait, you didn't answer my question. You did not see him without a mask on. Oh, but he did. He pulled it down okay, for a second, um, smiling at my friend. And they were all like assessing him, his shoes, his <laughs> outfit, everything. Oh my God. Women judgmental. I mean. That's true, though. Men would assess our bodies, right? They're just assessing it, it's, us it's literally. So scoping out is not as deep as most women might think you just look at it, it's like yes or no it's not yeah. like in a range of 75 to 100 sure right so i mean he was pretty cute good. from what i remember again you'll you'll figure I, out I, all the details i think i know his name <laughs> I, I it's like it's like i know it's one of the versions of the name you know oh, okay but either and I thought about pulling a who's this on the text message because he actually didn't include his name and i was just making sure it wasn't the other guy i went on a date with mm-hmm. but I, f- I sorted that out anyway. You just oh, like, oh I've done that a, a few times. The new phone, who this? Oh, me too. But I usually do it when I'm trying to be an asshole. That's true. Well, I'm like, trying to be funny too. So yeah, either way. So okay, you have a date upcoming. That is exciting, and again, you're you you don't have to overanalyze it too much. The idea is you, you somebody you found attractive enough, whether it's by physical but or by I think. Move- People can smell it on me that I'm single now and like gross. ready to fuck. I gross. know it's totally gross, but it is a real thing because now that I've been broken up with, I'm like much hornier than I was before because mm. I've been suppressing it. Right. Yeah. Because I was just trying to like take care of my partner. And now I'm like on the hunt. Cause before you technically, the the chances of you getting it was lower than the chances of you getting now. Yeah. So now I'm like on the hunt and weird, I think people okay. can tell totally weird i wish it wasn't that way mm-hmm. he was so hot i wanted to fuck him all the time but you know it is what it is yeah. but now i'm like on the hunt people can tell i don't know it's just the thing that happens and and that's the thing so i have no you have one update right because i have one more story no um i'll do the quick update the update is uh in our previous episodes i did connect amazingly with an amazing woman uh, and on our third date was supposed to be a trip, but because of the cert- Irish girl, yeah, the okay. Irish girl, uh, but because she is a higher up at an international or orga- humanitarian organization, um, this weekend was very weird for her home home country. So it was more of just like a hangout 
with the promise of next week when she's back from her next trip, we're going to do something a little bit more raucous. So it wasn't overnight. It wasn't overnight. It was just a quick day trip. Uh, but it went okay? It went fun. It was just like, it was a very chill day. You still think this is your future wife? It, it's still uh, top one or two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, I, I wouldn't mind. That's a baby update, but it is disappointing that you didn't have your like big it was, third, third it was, date you'd planned. You no, know, well, the the thing is, the, the more disappointing part about it is she was the one who planned everything, and she was the one that mm. kind of. You know, so I had, but it I mean, wasn't her fault. It was work. Work. It happens. was work, and then I'm. We'll give her a pass. Yeah, you know, I'm very, very much so. But again, you know, people might think that I have an unlimited amount of time. I am very fucking busy. I know you're hard to book. So if I if I cancel something, and I canceled my weekly Zoom with my friends, my oh. family Zoom, I canceled. Oh, yeah. I moved a a shoot, and I moved uh, a meeting. Just so that I can prepare again, like I said, I need to prepare for these things. I can't just like wake up and go. I he need has to, to like, stretch. He means he has to stretch before he can hump these days. Hundred percent. I need to like not. I did not jack off for two fucking days. <laughs> so that was one of the more disappointing things. It, it's hard for me to sleep without jacking off. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, I do jerk off if I need to fall asleep and I'm still feeling like anxious or whatever. Yeah. But if anything, I would say it's probably better for me to masturbate before a date. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I usually jack off before a first meeting because I want it to be like on point. Right. Like clean the pipes or anything. But this, like over this weekend, thinking that I was going to hump all Saturday, I did not jack off Thursday and Friday. And, that's and then a lot. did you get laid on Saturday? No, we did not because oh. it was, uh, you know, pick you her up. You saved it up for nothing and then it hit yeah. you in the eyeball. Uh, not necessarily. Okay, so back to me. I have one more story. Okay. So, so wait. Story one is unmatched. Story, story one is I went on my first first date in four years. Let's focus on the positive um, because I'm it's not, a skill. I'm just practicing the skill. Uh, yeah, I'm actually didn't take it <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be a dick. Uh, Thanks. I was feeling really great already about the two, breakup with my fiance. So yeah, that's what I needed. Uh-huh. Two. Fucking picked up. I got but, picked up. Uh, let's pretend that he owns a multitude of restaurants. <laughs> just okay. the one. And then what's the third one? I hope the, you got banged up the butt but let's see i didn't get banged up the butt but i mashed with a chick which Ooh. i have mashed with a chick before Ooh. um but i had been i don't know if you remember this is like pre-fiance i was unsuccessful in actually having the date i tried i planned a day and a time and then she kind of disappeared um but this time this was this like hot ass chick but what i couldn't tell from um, her profile was if it was for her and she was bisexual or if they were looking for a unicorn and it was a couple. There was one picture that, that was a couple, people. Okay. but all the rest were her and she was banging. Ooh. And I was like, this is going to be so good for the podcast. And also, I've never had a threesome. But I always wanted one. I'm surprised that you swiped on a chick. Why? I've been telling you. Well, I didn't realize that that was the setting on your Bumble right now. It's been my setting. Okay. Even before fiance, it was my setting I, on my I've Bumble. Just, I did not uh, pay attention. I'm open to all experiences. Yeah. Or at least I think I am. We'll see what happens when I'm I get open. There. It's like, I'm just not going to bang like a straight man. Right. A, a cute, a cute uh, transgender. I'd be open. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I just asked her, like, are you on here for you or as a couple? And she said, as a couple, are you open to that? And I didn't 
respond immediately because I was looking oh. at her boyfriend because oh. I wasn't sure. I'm down for a threesome, but I would like to also want to fuck the guy, and I wasn't sure I wanted to fuck him. Yeah, and you weren't sure if you the the hotness of the the woman made up for the un right because I'm imagining I'm in the filling in that sandwich, mm-hmm. and I was just like I don't know. And so I just waited like a little bit. And because I waited, she unmatched me. Oh, God damn it. I know. Oh. And now I can't even show you how hot she was. You would be so mad at me if you saw. I don't, like, you know, half the time you, you say, you introduce or you tell me who a person is. I was like, fuck. You have so many hot friends and like 95% of them are not even for me. And then the few times that you did me a solid, I fucking fucked up. Like I, yeah, I will, I will, ne- I will never live that. That is my, that was my, one of my goals too. The married person who's a redhead that likes Asian guys, that one. No, that, that, that was nobody's fault because that was too fast. That was a week. Which was the one that you really felt you fucked up on. You did me a solid. This may be like three, four years ago. I'm there sorry was, to whoever I introduced yeah. him oh, to. No, it wasn't. Um, you didn't introduce. She was just there. You were just playing wingman. Um, the performer from Philadelphia. Oh. Gorgeous girl. <laughs> Lesbian. <laughs> well, yeah, but the idea, the point was, I knew that the chances were slim. But the night did not have to extend. And the only reason why it extended because you made it so. And that's those are the things where... I love those nights in New York, though, when the night just keeps going and going yeah. and you go to the new place. and Yeah, when, when there are actual places that you can go to at, after 11 yeah. p.m. In the before yeah. times. Yeah, that was one of those things where, I mean, I knew 100%, like 90, 90%, no chance at all. But that was a time where if I could talk to my younger self... I wanted to be the one to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. No. Or like not into it. Or because I can take that now. Before even the thought of being rejected, I'd be crying in the shower. Don't judge me for crying in the shower. I've been rejected so many times. Exactly. So for me, it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I've, I've been rejected daily by my partner for a year. Yeah. So well, now, now it's like, all right. So we'll, uh, which is, by the way, that's such a mind fuck when you're like a burlesque performer and like a sex object to others and, not and being... everyone's like drooling over you and mm-hmm. then your partner's just like, eh, I mean, it's a the, mind fuck. The story is supposed to be the opposite way around of like you have so many options and you are desensitized by being, you know, like you mentioned. Yeah. Oh, my mic died. Oh, wait, what? My mic died. No, why is it? So thank you for listening. That's the end of our episode. <laughs> this has been Parade of Dicks. Be back soon with more dating adventures from Chanel and Lucy Buttons. Email us at paradeofdicks at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or applications. <laughs>